Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Talon Brothers Podcast, episode 20, to be exact. Good Whoa. milestone for the pod. Um, I'm your host, Nathan Talon, and across from me... I am Tyler Bourne. Uh, I saw two dead bodies on the way here today, six car accidents. We had to drive through a snowstorm. The roads were terrible. I almost died. So if we get this this uh, podcast up to 100,000 uh, listens, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Thank you We'll get much. a car accident if we get up that high, just for you guys. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. My name is Nick Town. This is episode 20. We have, an, we have a podcast episode for... No, don't not drink my water. We have a podcast episode for each year that I've been alive, so happy birthday to me. Let's get the podcast rolling. Let's get some cinema uh, opinions going. <laughs> All right. Uh, first things first, I got a bunch of Dune news. Denis Villeneuve's Dune. Uh, Dave Batista and Stellan Skarsgård are joining the cast. I heard uh, Stellan Skarsgård is playing the villain. Yep. And... Uh, it's not. We don't know who Dave Bautista's playing, right? Mm-hmm. I hope he gets a bigger role than what he had in like Blade Runner. I think it's cool that Denny liked or they they enjoyed working with each other, so he's coming mm-hmm. back for another of his projects. But I hope it's a bigger, meatier role. It seems like a lot of people like coming back to Denny movies because we also have uh, Joe Walker, the editor of Twenty Forty Nine, Sicario, yep. and Arrival back for Dune. Amazing. Wait, so it's almost it's like kind of weird how this is just going to be the greatest movie ever. <laughs> I think. Have you guys seen the original? Do you know what Dune's about? I know what Dune's about. I have not seen the original. Isn't it just like a space Game of Thrones, basically very political? Yeah, um, kinda. The guy was on heroin the entire time he was writing it. Yeah, it's wonky. I didn't know that. Shit. And uh, Jodorowsky wanted to make his a version of it, and it was like absolutely insane. It would have cost like three trillion dollars to make or something wild. That's but, crazy though. That would have worked. Um, no, I think it's super cool, and I'm very excited to see the movie. Um, I love Stellan Skarsgård as a villain. Just saw. I don't want to spoil it, but I saw the movie Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Have you guys seen it? No. No. But I saw his, what, his son and it? Pretty good. Is it his son? They're, the whole Skarsgård family, great actors. Yeah, for sure. Alexander Skarsgård, great <laughs> Tarzan, even better in Big Little Lies. How do you guys feel about he's in that movie coming out with uh, Kira Knightley and Jason Clark? It looks like it a looks drama interesting. directed by James oh, Gray. Yeah, yeah. He's made a couple um, of good movies. It's like a period piece. Yeah, and it's like she falls in love. All the performances look good, but I don't know what the movie's going yeah. for like for me who's the audience you know i don't want to be like a basic bitch but for me it kind of seems like a snoozer yeah, yeah. i'm sure the acting's great You're i'm sure the writing's bitch. great i am a fat hoe but that's <laughs> all i have to say on that one i think it'll be good i'll probably go see it and i'll probably end up liking it darkest hour though for example there's nothing really technically wrong with the movie it slows down in some parts but it was just kind of a snoozer for me. So you think this will be along the same lines as Darkest Hour? I'm just thinking of, of the la- like the last period piece I saw. Sure. But I'm assuming it'll kind of be slower. What's the it favorite? called? Do we have a name? No, do we have a name? Going? I can't remember what it was called. The, the favorite's like a different level because of who is directing that. Is it that. a period piece, though? Come on. All right, it? that's it. Way. You're right. Um, <laughs> Here. Podcast episode is just finishing up, guys. Thanks <laughs> for listening. Thanks for uh, listening no. today. So what what's your opinions on the Dune news, Nick? Oh, I'm very emotionally connected to the story already. I'll be there open I'll be there opening night uh IMAX and you know what? I'm even thinking about just giving them $15 instead of using my A-list just to donate to their uh financial I success. I think it still does. Nate, don't worry about my A-list worries, okay? Next. I'm excited for Dune. Can't wait. It'll be very good. I'm excited. Can't wait till One of my favorite directors as everyone in America would say. And it has some of my favorite actors. It has one of my favorite directors of photography. And it has one of my favorite editors that I never knew about until you mentioned what he edited. Arrival is one of the best edited movies That's I've a, seen in recent Sicario? Movie. I mean, oh it's that. But Arrival, <laughs> like the way they, it's like a completely different movie when you watch it again. And it plays out. Yeah. Some people would say you're wrong. 
I don't know who would say that. Uh, the the climax to Arrival, the whole finale yeah. is pretty outstanding. Yeah. The way they stitched it all together, or he did. And Johan Johansson scoring. Oh, back. rest in oh. peace, one Johan Johansson. I'm gonna go ahead and call it however I see it. Do you think he would have returned to score this movie? Yes, and it would have been magical. I think it would have been next level. I uh, would have been better than Blade Runner 2049 score. His best score is Mandy. His no, best score is on. Arrival. Yeah, Arrival. All really good. Do, 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 do. That's not That's even a not song. song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, the Men in Black Jump Street crossover Dead. No longer in development. I, I don't mean, care I... about either of those franchises. Whoa. Yeah. Like, no, the Jump, the Jump Street it. franchise, I would say, if yeah, they made funny. a third one, way more excited than the next Men in Black movie. Not even close. Because the Jump Street movies, in terms of quality, infinitely better than Men in Black. Now, here's my thing. Is I would have been excited for this had Phil Lord and Chris, Chris Miller, Miller. returned because I think it's a clever idea. Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. That would have been That'd amazing. That would be funny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, um, Even Chris uh, Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Yeah. If Phil Lord and Chris Miller are doing it, there's yeah. hope. You, know, yeah. you have faith for sure. But I don't think they they were just attached to produce, so I'm glad it's dead, to be honest. You know what that means? They said, Do you, can we use you as a character that you made? And they said, yeah. And then they get a producing credit. Mm-hmm. There you go. And they also probably get a nice check, too. Oh, for sure. Man, I'd like to receive a nice check right now. Did you guys know Brad Pitt produced uh, If Beale Street Could Talk? Did you know Brad Pitt also produced uh, 12 Years a Slave? Yeah. He's know, a phenomenal He producer. won an Oscar. Yeah. I know he did because he made it. I remember the movie won, and he goes up and he's giving his speech, and I'm like, what? This is confusing. Yeah, and pro- then I saw If Beale Street Could Talk, and I'm watching the credits, and it says, producer, Brad Pitt. And I'm like, god damn, this dude is so He smart. produces a shit ton, didn't he? I think he produced The Big Short, too. Yeah. He just, it's like, he just knows what good movies are. And he's like, yeah, yeah I'll help get this 100%. made, which is cool. Hey, speaking of Brad Pitt, World War Z2 dude, I, starts. I'm a, I'm a legend. Leading in to that starts, like that? Starts filming, that was a good legend move. <laughs> starts filming um, March Is David Fincher year. still directing? David Fincher's directing I the movie. Have, I haven't seen the first one, so it'll give me incentive here's, to watch it, like I've said on the podcast. Watch the unrated times. version. Okay, thank you, Nate. Here, here's my thing about the first one. The movie is fine. It's not great. It's not bad. It's all right. But the ending, I thought the last like 20, 30 minutes was really good when they're sneaking around. It's like a slow mm-hmm. pace, kind of creepy zombie movie. I thought that was really good. So if Fincher is going to take over and keep it like that, and it's David Fincher. Name a really bad David Fincher movie other than his first movie, Alien 3. Name a terrible one. Oh, there's not one. Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, curious, curious case of Benjamin Button. That's not a terrible one. I'm, not I'm joking. Picture. I literally just pulled that out of my it's ass. It's just bizarre to me that out of all the franchises, he picks this he, one. World, but it's got to be his connection Brad with Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, I would 100% agree. because he's attached. They're friends. Brad Pitt was probably like, I can make you get paid back. And he was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like money too. I just hope that it's way less big than the first one was. Like the first one was like, let's make a blockbuster zombie movie. That's not zombie movies are the best one. They're not like that, you know. So the only thing I know about World War Z, ready? I can just picture right now the shot where they're climbing up the wall. That's all I know. It's because that was the poster. <laughs> and I think it was the trailer. The mm-hmm. thirty I remember seconds in the poster, of the trailer. Someone put like a cat in it or something. There's a cat in the poster, yeah. like in the big thing of zombies. All right. <laughs> um, real quick, since we were talking about like uh, directors and connections or whatever, for some reason this popped back up in mind. I learned something. I did like a today. I learned. Oh, cool. uh, this Let's week hear it. about first time for everything about uh, Spike Jones, the director of her, is in Wolf of Wall Street. Really? Yeah, and uh, he's at the like the first like uh, stock thing that um, Leonardo DiCaprio gets a job at, and he's the one that says. If you can sell, he's like, if you can sell like 10,000 stocks or whatever, I'll give you a blow job. He's like, I really hope you do. That's Spike Jones. <laughs> that's Spike Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, he's did been. Did you watch that movie again? Or did you just uh, we were out? watching clips. He's been in a lot of 
movies. Mm-hmm. Like acting wise, mm-hmm. he's been Who? in a lot of movies. Spike Jones. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I just got to touch again on last week's episode. Her amazing movie. I got uh, Tyler, it. Tyler, you should watch that before the next podcast. Oh, I'm going to try. I, I went through and looked at, I found a website that listed every single movie on Netflix. Cause I know there's some that are just buried that won't show up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I went through the whole list and I added every single movie that I have oh, interest cool. in. There's actually a lot of old classic movies that are on there that I added, but, uh, so I'm going to start doing that. Uh, Canopy. Um, we can for free now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I can. has the entire, I can't. That's okay. You can. We'll talk off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> entire Criterion collection is on there. It's literally better um, than Filmstruck because it has modern. It has everything on it that yeah. you could ever want. Yeah. How does that? Lynn work? Ramsey's films are on there. Roman yep. watched uh, Name Drop. Uh, buddy of ours watched. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin, which is a Lynn oh, yeah. Ramsey hey, film. It's on there. Check out Showtime with Roman on iTunes Anchor. Oh, dude, good. Nice guy. Hey, good plug. Good hey, plug. that's for you, Roman. I, I know you're one of our only f- or one of our five listeners. So. <laughs> Thanks, hey, buddy. don't sell us short. We got hey. a good community building here, the Talent Brothers yeah. community. Yeah, hey, we're going to start up a Patreon. There's only tiers of $500 <laughs> each. All right, yeah, just said, said zero. for. Okay, uh, Henry Winkler joins French Dispatch. Is he what the, the older gentleman with French a little bit longer he's hair? He's the Fonz. Like... He's also in Barry. He's uh, John Ralphio's dad in Parks and Rec. <laughs> that, yeah, it's the guy yeah. I'm thinking of. I knew, I knew who it was. Pretty, pretty Daddy! interesting. <laughs> Give me money. <laughs> He's a he's a good comedic actor and he's fine in the stuff that Wait, I've seen. What him is in. this movie? Wes Anderson. What's it called? The French Dispatch. The French Dispatch. Is that I didn't know it got a title. When yeah. do we talk, do we discuss this? Yes. yes. Wow. It's not a musical anymore. I know that, and I know everyone who's in it. I know he it did. He did. Post Wes World Anderson went to a Wes Anderson name generator, and then that's what he got. I can't. I can't wait until the final cast list comes out and there's 400 people and it's every single name you know who it is. So all in it. My question is for Wes Anderson movies, when they're making the trailer, do they just put Academy Award nominee after every, every single name? Yeah, every time. <laughs> and that's the best part about Isle of Dogs. There's three, like in the trailer, there's there three were rows. three rows of names. And they were all like Academy Award nominee, Academy Award winner, just all three of them. Yeah, it's crazy. Half of them say like one line in the movie. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, he's like, hey, you want to do the line in and over, over the telephone? He said, yeah, I'll do it. Jeff Goldman. I'll do yeah. for Jeff Goldie. Well, he's the most interesting human being has ever walked the earth. Yeah, so. I agree. I think that he is Jesus. All right, let's move on. Uh, Joel McHale and Jennifer Carpenter lead voice cast for a Mortal Kombat animated movie. I didn't even know this was happening. I mean, I don't care. I don't either. But here's the thing: I, Into the Spider Verse gave me hope for every single animated movie that will ever come out in history from now on. So, like, if you're going to make it a good movie, let's make it good. Am I right? Why can't you just take my word when I say animated movies are good? Does that not give they you They are good, but it's a separate category, just like a documentary for me. I... Documentary, live action, yeah. and animated. Yeah. That's the only three categories in cinema. I just don't understand why when they choose to do video game movies, they pick the wor- the hardest stories to adapt into a movie like Mortal Kombat how do you adapt a bunch of dudes and girls fighting each other through stages into a film they tried it several times and it was awful it's a tournament so they're trying to make I get it and that's hard to do so they're trying to make an animated movie but why not just make a good video game movie why not pick a good there's so many great stories I know RuneScape there will never be a good video game movie until Bioshock by Guillermo del Toro comes out how come we haven't there was one wasn't there a Bioshock movie? No, a good video game movie. Didn't one come out? Yeah, Jumanji, the second one. Wait, what <laughs> game? wasn't there count. a video game movie that came out last year that was all right? Assassin's Creed. No, that would be... 
Oh, Tomb yeah, Raider. what are you talking about? Tomb Raider. Oh, man. No, I hated was... that movie. Hey, Never mind. Everyone look me Disaster. in my eyes. I'll try and look at you at the same time. Although, hold on. No, dude. Alicia Vikander was in Tomb Raider. Yep. All right. Um, <laughs> I have to say that I will die within the next six months if a Halo movie isn't announced. They're already. You're gonna die, and uh, a Halo TV show is. I don't on care. Showtime. I wanted Denis Villeneuve ex- executive produced, so that means he has some creative control by Steven Spielberg. Is it good? I don't know. Nick. Wait, is it not out yet? It's oh, not out yet. He got oh, the cool. executive producing credit because he was attached to it like years ago, and they called him and said, "Hey, we want to do a Halo thing," and he was like, "Okay." And then they went, "Do you want a producing credit?" And he said, "Okay." And there you go. He gets. And they said, "We'll give you six thousand five hundred dollars." He said, "Okay." And then no, he said, "Make it six million. And then they were like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> but a different day was like, "Okay." I think I think. How just give me Bioshock by GDT. We're talking about video game movies. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Hey, best that... video game movie still is the first Mortal Kombat. It's hilarious, ton of fun. Love Liu Kang. You think? We'll the, have... Is there anything better than Mortal Kombat song? How? What's the ETA for a Fortnite movie? Like, be honest, because it it will be announced this year. I'm not joking. It will say early talks. That's how it will start. And if they made an emoji movie just based off how popular those are, like there has to be a Fortnite movie. I I guarantee it's already an early talk. Oh, for sure. But I I think for the idea of it, you just make it like it follows one guy, and he's super confused the whole time. Like he just wakes up on a bus. Everyone's jumping off. Yeah, that was the YouTube rewind with Marquez Brownlee. Was it really? (laughs) No, <laughs> no, but uh, I didn't watch YouTube Rewind because I'm not 12. It's the most disliked video in YouTube history. I, saw I, that. I literally watched it just to dislike it um, because I'm part of <laughs> You're one of those people. Yeah, I'm part you, you just put it out. Dislike. I'm, uh, I'm what they call a sheep where I follow the people. <laughs> we so know, I saw, we know, dude. I saw everybody dislike it. I want to. Sometimes well. I think you look like a goat. That's my nickname. Goat. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> no way. You were going to say something. Yeah, what was I trying to say? Oh, Probably you something think, uninteresting. You think we'll ever get a RuneScape movie? Never. Dude, it, that train passed. Like I said, something years. uninteresting. Next. But I'm just trying to think of like what could make my Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft movie got a director, but it's someone that never directed a movie. If before. we could get, so why not make a Minecraft? Why not make God of War? Why not make Last of Us, Dude, Uncharted? My you have me. the best video games. That, like Gears of War would be a cool. There is an Uncharted movie, movie being Halo. made. Halo. Yeah, but it's gonna suck. Tom Holland Tom is Holland. In, yeah Tom Holland yeah hey Nathan Drake who's like forty in the games let's cast a twelve year old no I think I think it's, not, I think it's interesting because look at the problem that they run into is adapting these stories why don't you just use the world and tell another story in that world and it's just young Nathan Drake he has adventures as a youngin that's fair that's one a fair point I respect that but still I don't like it man why Last would, of Us movie why written by Neil like Druckmann that? is coming he, he made the game right yeah. That's cool. Hey, yeah, if we're cool. if we can get a Detective Pikachu movie, can we get a Super Smash Bros. movie? Oh, that would be, be that would be the best. Super Smash Bros. would be awesome. King no, Dedede is my pitch. There's already a Super Mario Bros. movie being made by Illumination, which really makes me sad because I had the best. I had the best plan ever. Best part of every Illumination movie is when the <laughs> minion goes Illumination. <laughs> Look at you create, you create, you create it. You just what you name. What it? do you create, Nate? You <laughs> it's just the first title. The look at first movie I'm looking. is just Mario, right? Sasha Baron Cohen plays Mario, right? Animated it's movie. It's me, second Mario. One, second one, you call it Super Mario Brothers, right? Introduce Luigi. Introduce Luigi. It's a duo. It's like a buddy cop movie. All of a sudden, something happens. Super Smash Bros. It's the Super Smash Bros. Cinematic Universe. It's no, just that's animated. too early. That's what DC made that mistake. <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to build it up like nah, Infinity that's War. We two need movie. 25. No, 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 we need a Legend movies. of Zelda movie. We need a Donkey Kong movie. I'll never forget uh, There's already the Donkey April Fool's joke probably about 10, 11 years ago when they made a Legend of Zelda IGN trailer, did. and it was a phenomenal trailer, and I was like, damn, 
I can't wait to see this. And I remember waiting for months before I found out it was an April Fool's Well, joke. my dad also got fooled on Facebook a couple months ago thinking Willem Dafoe is going to be the next Joker. So let's move on. Us is to open at the South by Southwest Film Festival. I think he did something similar is with that Get Out. Uh, yeah, the movie go- opens in March. Yeah, I think, are right? we going? Like, do we have press passes yet? Yeah, we um, have some press yeah, passes. We got some, <laughs> we got some in the mail, but we still got to pay for a plane ticket, and I can't afford that. So, yeah. my guys, my car broke down. So go ahead, I'll start a GoFundMe. Uh, Roman, can you give me ten twenty dollars? <laughs> um, I think that's cool. That way, we'll, we'll get to hear some buzz before it yeah. comes out. I think I saw the trailer in theaters for the first time. It's a really good trailer, man. Movie looks great. Like the only, I just hope we didn't see too much from the trailer, yeah. and I, I'm excited. Yep. Dude, he wouldn't do that. He's not in control. Did you see the trailer for whatever? I'm sure Dan Gilroy, when they made the, I, could you imagine being the director and be like, dude, they spoiled my entire movie. That's not He's his fault. He's got to have some. Control. We'll talk about the Velvet Buzzsaw trailer in a couple minutes. Uh, good name. This one I put. This one I put in for Nick. A little tidbit. Oh, let's hit it, Nate. Alita. Yep, 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 yep. I saw it on Twitter. What? People are saying it's not bad. <laughs> really? Yes, yeah, and I've been say saying it for it. months. The action looks amazing. I'm really excited for that. We ha- we have to go see that together. It says, here's the headline. Alita Early Buzz. People love Rodriguez's weird-looking sci-fi epic. That's cool. And like I said, I kind of came around after one of the last trailers because I saw that there's so much action in the movie that like, if she's just doing the most ridiculous, she's flying around being crazy. If it was real, it'd be like... It'd just be Captain Marvel where in the trailer you can tell it's all CGI anyway. So just make her CGI the whole movie and it's fine. Whatever. Dude, we have to go see that together. I'm I'm actually kind of excited. Is it the- February release? No, I think it's pushed back to Ma- April now. Jesus, yeah. dude. It was supposed to come out last year, yeah. wasn't it? Because it's, it's good. Yeah, then they kept going. It was like, we'll put it in January. And they're like, people like it. They're February. Like, More people like December. it. December. December. Hey, we do. <laughs> hey, but all I have to say is the only thing that worries me about that movie is that that uh, guy the love it. story the love story yeah because it literally you look at all the actors besides him it's like they got everyone in there I mean two people Christoph Waltz and Mahershala Ali and I don't even well know they have knows. um what's her name in there too who uh, Requiem for a Dream Jennifer oh, Connelly Jennifer yeah. Connelly yeah what else mm, is you she way in? too slow dude that was way too slow. Um, I she's so in Spider Man Homecoming. Yep, well, she's in something like really famous. Uh, oh, oh, she's in A Beautiful Mind. Yeah, she's, she's in, in like a billion. She's yeah, in, I know, but I was trying to think of what I saw. Okay, mm-hmm. you ever seen it. The Day the Earth Stood Still with her? And yes, I did. Yes, Rough I did. Movie, yeah. yeah, the original though. I've never she, seen the original. She is the suit in Homecoming. She plays the voice. Really? Also, fun That's fact: cool. married to Paul Bettany, who was the voice of Iron Man suit for a long time. Wow, I didn't know that. What, where are we at on news, Nate? Because I saw something on Reddit yesterday. That's kind of sad. I wanted to go ahead, sh- shoot it. Uh, I saw Steve Buscemi's wife, yeah. who's also a director, passed away. Oh, that's sad. So shouts yeah. out one time to Steve. They're married for thirty years. So rest in peace big. to her, and uh, uh, big prayers up uh, to Travis Scott. Would say to Steve Buscemi. Good call, Nick. I love Steve Buscemi. Send him your well wishes. <laughs> also, speaking of speaking of buzz and February movies, February twenty second, a little tidbit comes out: How to Train Your Dragon three, doing great on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm excited. Hundred percent still. Yep. I think so. I'm gonna have to rewatch awesome, all of them in prep. I'll be there with you. I picked right. up. I have both of them on Blu-ray, so I don't know if you guys have them already, mm-hmm. but we can watch them. We can watch them. Let's have a good time. Let's have a good podcast. Yeah, big. I'm gonna call out Best Buy though. I was there, saw How to Train Your Dragon, ten dollar, big sticker, ten dollar. Get it? Walk up to the register. They said that'll be twelve dollars, please. And I said, excuse me. <laughs> and then they said tax. 
No, no, no. It was twelve ninety nine. I said back there it said nine ninety nine, and they said sorry. Can I be? <laughs> can I be straight up with you? So I'm gonna rob Best. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, let's not say that. But let's second off. I have to say something. Best Buy has the worst organization of movies in yeah. probably history. If you're going there looking, they do for have a, a lot of stuff if, though. I know, but if you're going there looking for one movie, oh, good impossible. fucking luck. You'll be in the you'll be in the aisle for thirty minutes. I'm not even kidding. I that's why. Find, that's call why me by your name. It every time 30 I go minutes. there, every time I go there, I look at every movie. Yeah, so I just I, whenever <laughs> I go there, I'm like, I'm just going there to buy movies. Yeah. I'll see which Their ones. Their five dollar Blu-ray bin is insane. How many good movies? Because it's like they do have a lot. It's like old movies. It's like old movies, but yeah. like people like don't buy them. The so apartments then, in there. You should guys should pick up the apartment. 1962 Best Picture winner Jack Lemmon, great film. Well, since since Nate's moving out soon and he owns 75, maybe 90 percent of our collection, I'll have to start buying some. You're moving out soon. I mean, by the end of the year. All right, guys, podcast is over. Uh, Mom, I yeah. hope you're not listening to this. When, when, Nate, sad. when Nate leaves Nick, there's no more podcasts. No, forever. there's That's always how it podcasts. Works. You understand that, right? Yeah, we're doing this until we're all dead. Well, then so. you can move into our house if you want. Yeah. We could play Smash Bros. Oh, no, because no, I don't have a – that's Nate's. I own everything. I'm taking the PS4 with me too. Nate. <laughs> Nate, for real, loan it for a couple weeks. No, so you have a year. Save up. How much are PS4s? About just 300 bucks. Just wait till the PS5 comes out. No, because Fortnite won't be on that. Yeah, Fortnite, uh, Fortnite 2 will be on that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Fortnite, wait, wait, Fort, Fortnite non-early access will be out by will then. The, will the theme song be Despacito 2? I hate you. Next. I hate that you like Next. Fortnite so much. I really it's, do it hate really it. It really is a fun and, game. And, and the for, fact that that reason, for that reason, I know people are going to hate this podcast, but it's a well-designed game. For that, like, it's just... you. You play that, and then you just don't play masterpieces, you know? Like what? That's what bothers me is that you play Fortnite, but you won't play other stuff. Like, I, I think Fortnite's I don't have the attention span too. for it. How do you – you can sit and play Fortnite for two hours You play the same game row. over and over because and over and over and over and over. You have a chance to win, If and you play, Listen, if you played The Last of Us or God of War, you, you would love it. It's the best hey, so cinematic video game storytelling you could ever – and it's I'm phenomenal sure I would, but too. let me say this. Uh, so we have someone in the room, crazy enough – that has known me for 20 years of my life. I've been alive for 20 years. Uh, his name's Nate. And I want you to ask him if I've ever been a story a story mode type guy. Ask him right now. I know that you're not. Yeah. That's what we're you telling you you can. You played Call of Duty. You played Halo. Halo uh, th- Halo campaign. Halo has good stories. Amazing. I want a movie out of it. Okay, but I'll give it a try. Maybe we'll, Skip. We're maybe, done. Hold on. Maybe we'll do you're a lost cause. Listen. I want to play through God of War with you. Maybe we'll do, do a that. podcast episode where or a YouTube video where I start playing through a, a game. We're never gonna I thought that YouTube was a video. plan. We're going to know. Uh, me and Nate were talking on the way here. We got some YouTube ideas. Go ahead over there and subscribe. Uh, maybe donate to us. Subscribe to what? Uh, the Town Brothers YouTube page. Thank you. Okay. That was really bad. I think that was the worst tangent we've ever gone off on in our podcast history. Sony chooses <laughs> Sony chooses Iron Man writers for the He-Man movie. Cool. Whatever. Iron Man 1, first one. Cool. Isn't He-Man funny as hell? No, my my dream was for Chris Hemsworth to be He Man and just make it a comedy, but that I don't think they're gonna do that. Also, Iron Man, interesting thing, and why I put it on here. There has been stories of John Favreau, Robert Downey Jr., um, Jeff Bridges talking about Iron Man and how there wasn't a script when they were shooting. So I don't understand how there's the writers. Wait, there wasn't a script. They just had basic scene premises, and they would say they were just improv. Like John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. would just talk, and then John Favreau would be like, "This is what you're gonna say." That makes it that that's kind of cool because the thing about the first Iron Man movie is everything feels so authentic. Mm-hmm. Like 
all the dialogue feels really How? witty. Wait, hold on. Jeff Bridges said it was like one of the weirdest ways. It was like where he said it was like working on an indie movie, but they're working with two hundred million dollars. That's, that's cool. What's, that's what's that's in, cool. Hold on, that's what's insane to me. How the hell did the studio allow them to do that for the first? Because Marvel, Mar- movie? Marvel, Kevin Feige's like, do it. And then, the, well, it was it was before it wasn't Marvel Studios it was back then. Back, yeah, it was probably back when Kevin Feige had faith and trust in his filmmakers, and he hired Robert Downey Jr., John Favreau, who's made a lot of great movies. Jeff Bridges, one of the best actors working. He said, "Why don't you guys just make a movie?" And or then he sat back and he went, "Wow, man, look what happens when I let people make a movie. It's great." Or it, it, wait, what, come on, don't knock. Or yeah. the more realistic thing is they sure they say that I had a plan, but they weren't necessarily banking on it and also they probably were struggling to get an iron man movie off the ground so the first chance that they got kevin feige is like make it and yep. then they just did it that's what i'm betting happened all right what else we got um barbie movie starring margot robbie advances they closed the deal with mattel so it looks like we're getting a barbie movie i don't care i could but originally it was going to be starring amy schumer and now it's starring margot robbie wait since whoa. you just laid that piece of information on me i'm infinitely more excited for this movie because uh I think Amy Schumer sucks. Next. I was just going to say, um, so it, did the, the whole movie switch too? Because I feel like I, Amy Schumer is definitely a comedy actress. Margot Robbie can do either or, I feel like. Um, no, it's going to be a really serious drama. It's about how Barbie and Ken fall in love and get married. It's like a... It's it's a we already got It's that. not even a rom-com. We already it's got that, romance. though. It'd probably make and a Toy lot Story. of money. Toy Story 3. It'd probably make a lot of money. Who played, no, who is, played Ken? It's a... Uh, Who's gonna play Ken? Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael, Michael <laughs> Keaton played Ken. Who played? Who was the voice of Barbie in Toy Story oh, Three? I forgot. What, what if it was Margot Robbie? No, <laughs> not, it was not Margot Robbie. Does he have the line about the ascot and that? Yeah. Okay. Toy Story Three, great movie. Pixar, fantastic. Really knocks it Toy out Story of the park. Toy Story Four this year, man. Dude, we get a hey, lot of dude, good stuff. Dude, this dude, well, listen, potentially good. Potentially, stuff. dude. We got we got Star Wars this year. We got Toy Story Four. We got Endgame. We got Game of Thrones finale. You listed we, those in like the backwards order that I would have. I was going from December back to present. <laughs> Such a weird structure. I don't like you. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. Brother, brothers for life. Eyes. Don't touch me. Dude, you're one of the Talon brothers now. What's up? Nick's trying to grab my leg, everybody. I'm trying to give record. you a handshake. For the record, I can see it. Not touching him. There is no Speaking record. Speaking of Star Wars, sucks. Disney Plus, they said that they will not make Star Wars movies for the service. <laughs> yeah, think I think that's that'd be like if DC was like oh, our future DC movies, DC, uh, DC platform only. It's like what? Yeah. That's terrible. I think that'd be stupid too because they'd yeah. probably lose a shit ton of money. Also, uh, some bill- TV millions news, of dollars. Uh, the Mandalor- Mandalorian, um, uh, eight episodes, forty to forty-five minutes each. Cool. I'll watch. I'll watch it too. If it tanks, it tanks, but I'll watch. I don't care about Disney streaming service. I don't care about Star Wars TV shows. I don't care about DC streaming service, DC TV shows. Just make what? good movies. What happened Wait, what, to you? Yeah, what's wrong today? I'm just jaded, dude. Everything <laughs> sucks. Wait, but hold on. What What about, um, what is it called? Clone Wars. I thought that was a great Clone Star Wars, Wars is TV great. show. People love that. The so only clone saying... thing I know is Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in history. Your clones are very impressive. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, um, Wait, why would we move on? Do we have anything else to say? We're just talking no, about stupid Star Wars garbage. I'll Star watch. Wars. Hey, yeah. if you if you like Star Wars Episode Eight, you're dumb. Next, lightning, lighten a few. I a hey, I I had a fun time I with it, it, but I have my problems with it for sure. And it helped me. It made me realize that you know what? Maybe I'm not a big Star Wars fan. You think so? Yeah, I don't think I am. But about, I do enjoy it. You like Han Solo? Uh, Solo? Did I like that movie? No, the character. Han Solo, yeah. So you're a good this, Star Wars fan. See, but that, that's why I don't understand. Is like, 
No, we're not How? getting on the Star Wars tangent. <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, we'll, do, we'll talk when it starts getting closer. Uh, Brad Bird. Pra- hey, shouts out one time to the Lord and Savior Brad Bird. Next movie, original IP musical. 20 minutes of animation sprinkled in. Wait, would you say IP? IP, intellectual property, which means it's not based on anything that we've seen before. Okay. 20 minutes animation included, so it means it's a live action pretty much. Music by Michael Giacchino. I'm in. Cool. Di- Disney, after Incredibles 2, made a billion dollars. <laughs> is it a Disney film? Like, is yeah. it Incredibles 3? Disney's like, here you go. Make another movie. Hopefully it's good. Wait, Incredibles 2 made a billion. Oh, yeah. How much domestic? I'm going to say $600 million. The good only thing them. I will point they out. They need more money. Brad Bird is a phenomenal animated film director. He's made one fantastic live action film. And he made Mission one Impossible mediocre. Gross-Boco. Exactly. So for me, he's 50-50. I think he works a lot better when he's not making a live action Disney film. Wait, hold on. Hopefully. We can't look at how many good movies well, he's made. We can't give him a 60-40 split. Come on. No, no here's the thing. No, cuz he's made two live action movies and one of them sucked and one of them was really really great. Now, I feel so like that's unfair it, because you have to give some credit. One sucked and one was great. That's well, one, okay. one good animated movie. No. Shh. Look at look at. I majored just slapped himself. I majored in Brad Bird's studies in college. And I'm going to say this. The way he directs animated movies is like he's directing a live action movie. You watch The Incredibles, that's directed like a live action movie. There's dollies, there's uh, focus poles in the movie. You don't see that in normal animated movies. Yeah, he directs it. Yeah, you it. do. No. He directs it like a live action movie. And that's why his animated movies definitely have their own style to it. You watch Iron Giant, you watch Incredibles. Everything plays out. Ratatouille. Everything plays out similarly in his directing oh, style. Oh, he made Ratatouille he's like too. Six for seven or something. So his only bad movies tomorrow. His only bad movies tomorrow. Wait, so it's hold his on. only misfire. Is all? But, wait, hold on. Is all of his uh, animated movies masterpieces? Iron Giant. Every single one. Ratatouille. Yeah. Well, Incredibles probably not Incredibles too. I think so. I don't think it's a masterpiece. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. First one's a lot better though. So is there the anything first, wrong? If, the, with if, it, if you're gonna say the first one's a masterpiece, then I don't think you should say the second one is because it's not as good. Okay, same with I'd Godfather. Say the, I say the villain's pretty weak in the second one. Same with The Godfather, then, I'll, uh, with your reasoning. What? Exactly. The, he directed two movies and won Best Picture back-to-back. Correct. The second one's arguably even better. You don't think Incredibles 2 will win Best Picture this year? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? I would say the villain's weak in Incredibles 2. Kind of, but yeah, screen as soon as she shows up, good you twists. Go, oh, that's the villain. There, that twist has been in every Pixar movie ever made. Well, maybe I'm a two-year-old then. Next. Um, uh, then we're just... I have a list of the Golden Globe winners. Do you want to talk about some of them? Can we yeah, this is going to be a blast. I don't want to talk about anything else. Well, no. We should honor some of the best actor, actress yeah, look at, awards. No, best, best none director. of going to carry over. Yeah, Stop. it doesn't matter. But some of them, they Stop. got honored and they deserve to. So let's yeah. go. Best director, Alfonso Cuaron. Great yeah. pick. He'll he can't, win it at the Oscars, too. He won it at every maybe. single award show. Maybe. No, but he, it, it, it's a phenomenally well-directed movie. You can't argue with that. You can't be upset by it. He deserves it. Good for him. Best uh, original score. Wait, hold on. Can I say something? He will win it at the Oscars. I think that's the closest thing I'm. Uh, the closest thing I can say is a lock. So I think what the Golden Globes try and do is make sure that not one movie is winning a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. That way they can spread the wealth. Except Green Book. It's a big part. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. But I feel you know they try and honor you know Olivia Coleman won. You know they 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 pay homage to all these different movies. So Kieran won best director. Andy won best foreign film at the Golden Globes. Right. So it's like we're not going to give him best drama because mm-hmm. he won the. So I get it, but we'll keep. We'll, we'll get. Do it. they have best cinematography? No, no. Okay, 
which just how does that make you feel? I don't really care. Uh, well, it's I, just about the. It's, I don't really like the Golden Globes after this year. It's way more basic than the Oscars, but best original score, first man, Justin I, Hurwitz, I think three for three, cool, three for three at Golden Globes. Really, uh, he was nominated for score and song for La La Land. I told you that, Nate. If, if I had to choose, the internet told me. If I had to pick my favorite score of the year. It could easily be yeah. just the favorite is I'd say the, my top is the favorite uh hereditary and um first I think first man is in, the scene when they're landing on the moon it's is, outstanding it's it's god first man better I, than the movie itself and the movie's good so that's that's <laughs> something one of the end scenes was on Twitter yesterday oh, yeah. or two days ago and I tweeted on the talent brothers Twitter page go ahead and give us a follow uh we have a decent following on there go ahead and give us a follow uh I tweeted it out there or actually I tweeted on my main and retweeted on the talent brothers and it is definitely top five scenes on the year you guys know a scene with the crater come on yeah it's good Next, the best the best thing for me in that movie is when um when it cuts to him and he's has his mask down and it's like the and reflection you and you see oh. Earth in it. Yep, yeah, that's the best shot Heavenly. in the movie. It's got to be nominated for best cinematography. I gotta watch it again. Cause I don't think it's getting enough wait, hold buzz on, hold on. all around. Nick, can you sit down? You're making me uncomfortable. I have to get some blood flowing well, in my kneecaps. We're definitely gonna talk about Bohemian Rhapsody and how much it's yeah, a yeah, shame we'll that talk about things we'll like talk. First Man isn't getting. Yeah. Um, Christian Bale won for Vice for musical or comedy. I I still haven't seen Vice, but oh, I'm sure his performance. You've seen it. Right? I've seen it. The is act- his performance great? Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah. The acting is great. He's super method, so he's a big tub in it. Yeah, tub um, tub McGub, dude. I don't think the movie. Obviously, I we talked about it last time. I don't think the movie's that great, to be honest. I think I give it a four star. So it's definitely better than average. It's good. It's a good movie, but it's not best picture worthy out, out of everything in the movie is christian bale the most worthy to be nominated for something and win would you say yes okay well that's cool and yeah to gain that much weight and lose it all because i saw him in interviews yeah. all the weights off already he's like doing that to your body is so unhealthy that i'm afraid he's gonna die young because he's he been doing will, it so and he much he probably doesn't care yeah because he's, he's probably shit. he thanks satan yeah. for inspiration during the speech i hope my mom listened to this because she brought that up to me and she got really upset about it that he did that and i was laughing um i think it's always funny on twitter when he gave a speech people still are surprised that he's british do you think do you think it's because of the how was successful yeah, the dark Knight was 85 percent of america thinks daniel kaluuya is american well most of christian that bale's, was one of the best accents ever yeah. most of christian bale's movies american psych like if you think of his movies he's american in almost all of them right so people just assume that he's probably american yeah uh, Olivia Coleman, best actress in a comedy. Yeah, no, great. No, How could you argue that? no she surprise. She was absolutely She deserves the Oscar too, probably. Yeah. Was she best supporting or lead? Uh, lead. Did Wise and Emma Stone get nominated? Were they I think supporting? Rachel Rachel Weiss got nominated. Yeah, I don't know if Emma Stone did. I feel like that movie is. So, it's hard to say who's the lead and who's the supporting. Like any of them could be nominated mm-hmm. for any category. Glenn Close won that one, right? Glenn Close. Well, best drama. Can you let me Just go? Wait. Yeah. Sorry, Nate. That was my bad. That I, really hurt my feelings, dude. <laughs> I think it's uh, great that uh, Olivia Coleman won. Next. Uh, best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Uh, Mahershala for A Green Book. I haven't seen it yet, but like, let me just say film Twitter is just bombing that movie. Like re- like they say, it's just really bad. So we'll From see. what I understand, and it's what I got from the trailers, and I said it a long time ago, is like that's the Oscar bait movie that I don't think is going to be good. And then it came out, and a lot of critics liked it generally, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's getting a lot of good praise. But a lot of people are saying that it's like the movie about race for white people. Like it's just like how to feel good yeah, about, it's like- about being friends with a black guy or something. Yeah. And, and it looks – 
I don't know. It, it I looks saw cheesy, stupid. I don't think it looks good, but whatever. You're right. I saw a tweet that said Green Book is just a movie for people who say, I have a black friend. I'm not racist. Yeah. that And it looks like that, honestly. So Yeah. It, it, it just seems like a... Um, a kind of generic movie, but I'm going to go like, see it. I'm not going right. to, I don't We really, all should. I think the, Mahershala Ali is deserving. He's a good actor, but th- there's got, I mean, there's got to be something. Else you know what? Happen. That's the thing. <laughs> it's just not an inspired choice. That's what I'm, I'll say I'm not going to have people tell me what to think about the movie because I'll be a straight up. If I go in and I like it, I'm going to tell you. But uh, from what I'm hearing, it's just the, I agree. It's the bogus uh, sham. <laughs> Okay, best performance by an actress in a supporting role, uh, Regina King, and if Beale Street could talk. I believe that's the mother in yeah. the movie, and she's outstanding. I saw that. I'll talk about it shortly. Um, her performance is truly, truly incredible. So awesome. everybody, everybody in the movie is great. Awesome. You uh, guys but, haven't seen if Beale Street? No, I'm going to yet. see. I'm going to see it tomorrow, which is Sunday, January thirteenth. Thanks, Nick. Uh, best performance by an actress. Glenn Close, the wife. Lady Gaga stands on Twitter were pissed. Well, of course they were, but yeah, I think nobody saw the wife. This well, this was Lady Gaga's thing to lose. Well, I feel like the wife would be more of an Oscar choice. Lady Gaga was definitely the Golden Globes choice. And yeah, I thought it was strange that they yeah. gave it to such a small movie because that movie really. I remember seeing it was yeah. a passion project. I'm pretty sure, right? Like the guy was writing the script, wanted to make it for like 20 years. That's what she said in her mm-hmm. speech. And you could tell she was genuinely shocked when she mm-hmm. won, like which is crazy. I well, I heard Mark Kermode, my favorite movie reviewer that I pay attention to. He was uh, he reviewed the movie months ago, so I didn't even think. And he said her performance was outstanding, really good. The movie's all right, and I didn't hear anything else about the movie until all of a sudden awards season is getting talked about. So I thought that was just kind of strange, but good for her again. Yeah, cool. Uh, and best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama, Rami Malek. For Bohemian Rhapsody. That's the only thing with that movie I'm not really that mad with. I still don't think he deserved to win. Yeah, I totally... There there are way better performances this year. He's fine in the movie, but when your script and the dialogue you're speaking is that awful, you don't deserve to win Best Actor. I'm sorry. Hey, it's a bad movie. Golden Globes it. or some Twitter had a poll going. It said, who had the better transformation? And I have at four actors. And let me just tell you the two that matter. Rami Malek was on there and Christian Bale was on there. What were the other two? The, I don't, it doesn't matter. They showed Christian Bale's stomach and they showed Rami Malek and Freddie Mercury get up. And Freddie Mercury, I think, won the poll. Christian Bale gained 60 pounds. Yeah, they just put teeth in his mouth. Yeah. That's it. And don't get me wrong, I think he played it really well. Yeah. I he do. did. He what he did great was capture the essence of Freddie Mercury on stage really well. His on stage stuff was outstanding. But, but I just, all the all the dramatic scenes they weren't that good. They were fine at best. It's, I I just we'll feel like more in a minute. I feel like there people like the general audience was shot with like this Cupid's arrow. Like yeah, Queen makes amazing music. I think not in my or in my opinion they're one of the best bands of all time probably the best band in my opinion okay okay so let me just say that their music's amazing but the movie wasn't yeah. that great and the thing that makes it disappointing and people say oh well you can't judge a movie based on this but i'm going to cuz i'm a dumb bitch and i sip on that <laughs> dumb bitch juice the movie could have been better way better and that's what takes away from this one they're like well don't don't separate or separate it all that stuff no I can't believe it. Well, go ahead. Read what one best picture name or whatever no. the next is. Next up, best motion picture, foreign language, Roma, Great. which it wasn't nominated for drama. It was only nominated in the foreign language. It, because they is, knew it was going to win that. They were yeah, like, well, yeah. it's the, yeah. Um, best screenplay goes to Green Book, which is re- very weird. A um, joke. Best motion picture comedy, Green Book won A that. Joke. What uh, else was nominated? Only, only, 
I don't know, the favorite. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, the only thing, the only award that matters, best motion picture animated, Spider-Verse, baby. Yeah, we I got our first cool. dub. Because I would have assumed they were probably going to give it to, like, Incredibles 2 or Isla, even Isle of Dogs over What a great so year for awesome. animated movies. Like, that's all you need. Three, in my opinion, uh, five-star animated movies. You know what the second that's best? A, yeah, they are five stars for you. You know what the second best animated movie of the year is? What? Early Man. Right behind That came out th- last year. Damn, yeah, that seems like March, a long dude. time we ago. Saw, have you seen Early Man yet? Not yet. I think you'd really... I, you'd like it a lot more than your brother. Like, oh, not yeah. Here's the thing. You, you want to know something like crazy? The, one of the main reasons I didn't like the movies because I don't care for fucking soccer. Dude, why'd you spoil early Manchester for me? <laughs> All right. The way it opens, because I didn't really know it was about soccer either. The way the movie opens is hilarious, dude. How did it's it open? It's so good. Remember? They're, it's all the cavemen. They're in the big... Uh, there's a oh, meteor yeah. that crashes, and yeah. they walk down. And the meteor's like they try to pick it up, and it's real hot. So they start kicking it around, and then they create soccer. <laughs> the best, it's literally, awesome. the best part of the movie is when he goes like, "Moss." Oh, it's a bad. Remember, we have something that they don't. And this guy holds up a rock, and he goes, "Moss." He's literally, <laughs> he's literally a brain death. Mm-hmm. He's, oh, it's good. I laugh Early so man, hard, best picture. Yeah. It could, it could I, be. I wish it got nominated for best. And then uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, let me ju- let me just. I want to say a couple things. I have like five bullet points. Tyler Bourne's walking out of the room. Are you serious? <laughs> I have five bullet points. Uh, here's the thing. I don't think the acting's that great all around the board. Rami Malek was good. Sorry, you heard my Apple Watch. Um, another thing. Weird flex. I, I, <laughs> weird flex. Uh, director. Right. Ready. Director. I don't think it was that good of direction, and it's directed by a pedophile. So that's my second point. Number three. I've seen uh, on Twitter that people do not like the representation in the movie of the LGBTQ plus community. They don't even show any. It doesn't represent them. Exactly. It does a horrible job. Yeah. At it. Like it's bad representation. They try and hide it the whole movie. Yep. It's a joke. Number three or four. I don't know what I'm on, but I'm just gonna keep going. I got a lot of shit wrong with the timeline of Queen. They make Freddie, the main villain in the movie, for going on a solo deal when everyone else got a solo deal before Freddie Mercury. Yeah. That's that's all you need to know. That's asinine. And, and they rely, which this is one of my biggest problems with like huge movies like this. They rely on the outside content to push the movie forward, which they should. The music should be in the movie, but you can tell they put as much of it in there. Because oh. they're like they're like they're gonna fucking love it. Apparently, this. every great song they've ever had, they were able to come up with in a day. They just got in there and they're like, "How about this beat? Bam! Best song ever!" It's like, it's, how do you come on? Show me something. There's a lot of fan service, and that's more apparent when you realize that now there's gonna be screenings where you can sing along to the Queen song. And I'm gonna be straight up with you too. Live Aid. Are you serious? Yeah. Listen, Live Aid. Pretty Dr- yeah. Pretty good. Well, well, recreation of it, but that shouldn't win. Ugh. It's, I think the only part about the live aid that was good are the shots of the band. Every time it goes out to the yeah. crowd, completely sucked out of it because it looked terrible. It looked awful. Um, That's my opinion. I have to say, deal this. with it. I Bad have to movie. Say this. Bad movie. One of the most disappointing. Ex- <laughs> one of the most disappointing experiences I've yeah, had. Yeah, I, I think I wanna, I'm just disappointed. It's nothing special at all for a band that was insanely special. It's not. Yeah. It's not best picture. It's not it, best picture. It's a shame that this movie, like, so this is like the first big Queen movie that's ever been made, and it's not good, but it's getting praised like it is. So then, if another one comes out in ten years and it's outstanding, I feel like, be like it's why are they be making another movie? Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. was already perfect. Exactly, and, and they like, took no. the name. They took the good name for a Queen movie. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this, guys. What if the next one's called like Mercury Rising or something? No, <laughs> no, that sounds like it a sci-fi. Be the show movie. must go on. I have to say this, guys. Um, I truly believe that. Sorry again. I truly believe that's my Apple Watch. 
I truly believe that the Academy Awards will be different. <clears throat> Listen. I do. I do. I believe all up and down the board it will be different. The Producers Guild of America has its own awards. They also nominated Bohemian Rhapsody for their best picture. I think that's insane. It's a sham. If Bohemian Rhapsody wins that award, I think it is a lock that it will win and obviously be nominated for best picture at the Oscars. I wouldn't. I, if it, if Bohemian Rhapsody wins, I'm going to stand by this for the rest of my life. If Bohemian Rhapsody wins, I will never watch the Oscars again. I swear to God. If oh, it wins, I agree. I think Bohemian Rhapsody has a chance of being nominated. I have it. I think it has a zero percent chance of winning. I also think that I I can't believe that Black Panther did not win the Best Picture for Golden Globes. That's what I like. Like if, that was the award to give I the Black Panther. I would have been way less that. upset. Yeah, yeah. I would have been, been way less upset if Black, if Black Panther's like whatever. It's the Golden Globes. That's you know. Yeah, what? I feel it's like it's a good. Pick. It was the whatever. biggest. Uh, that was the biggest movie of the year as far as just encompassing well, the whole glo- like everyone America want, for yeah, sure. Everyone yeah. loved that movie. Here's what I think happened. Right. So. The Oscars wanted to introduce Best Popular Picture, and then there was a huge backlash. Like, okay, we're not going to do that. But they still want to nominate really popular movies so more people watch the show. And then Black Panther is so popular, like, we don't want to give it to that because everyone's expecting it because that was the most popular movie that we're going to nominate. So what's in second place right behind it that made like $700 million? Infinity War! Which is way better than both. I'm not – whatever. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody made a ridiculous amount of money. Fine, whatever. It made a lot of money. That's cool. People liked it. They're only going to – I think they're going to make it win because it's super popular. They're it's not, not going to win. Born. It's not going to win. You're being, like, super pessimistic. Let me just say this. It just won the Golden Globe. Dude, it was nominated for the PGA. Saw, it's probably going to win the PGA because they're all, like – Listen. And then it's going to win. Listen. Listen to me. I want you, you to hear this. Thing. The Academy will not be that stupid. The Golden Globes made a tragic mistake. How can you say they're not going to be that stupid? They just listen, tried to inch, they tried to listen, institute a best popular listen, picture this listen, year. They gold, wanted to – they're like, let me please give out an award listen, to these shitty movies. The Golden Globes – the Golden Globes literally made a tragic mistake of giving best picture to a pedophile, and people didn't love it. Guess I what? I don't think people the knew. The movie's not that good. The Academy has a little bit more respect for, I feel like, the people involved and just the quality of film in general compared to the Golden Globes. Come on. We're talking about hey, the fucking Golden Globes. I'll be straight up. When it comes to Oscar-caliber movies this year, I've been, I'm disappointed. I'll be straight up. I still need to see if Beale Street can talk about everything else I've been disappointed in. Um, what about favorite? Yeah, what about Wild? What about Wild? Or, uh, I haven't seen that, but God God knows that it never came to Rockford, and I hate my it life. It never for came it. to Rockford. That's, I kind of agree with you, Nate, where this year the Oscar movie, the, the quote-unquote Oscar bait movies, they weren't as good as they have been in years past, and there's so many other fantastic movies that I think should be honored that won't be because they're not Oscar bait. The two fa- my two favorite movies of the year will not be nominated for Hereditary Best Picture. And, and Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse will not be nominated and I want, for Best And picture. both of them should be, honestly. I if agree. you would have told me at the beginning of the year that Bad Times at the El Royale was going to finish in my top ten, don't get me wrong, that movie is amazing. I just thought there was going to be a lot more high-caliber, rolling-with-the-punches bangers out there. And... <laughs> I think it was a good year for movies. Well, I but, think it's silly of you to say, like, oh, I, I guess I get what you mean. But to me, Bad Times of the El Royale is an outstanding movie that would have made my top ten in, like, any year. You're absolutely right. But when it came out. You weren't expecting it to. People weren't saying, hey, bitches, sure. best picture. Let's get it rolling. It, we got Roma, the favorite first man. Probably if Beale Street could talk. Yeah, That's, like, the top four of the year. And uh, you, can the favorite. Ten, you can nominate ten movies. Widows was great. All four of those deserve to win best picture over Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. All right, we're d- I don't even want to we're talk We're done with anymore. we're okay. done with Let's it. Let's go to Let's move the trailers. We got Oh, we still have trailers. Still. Yeah, <laughs> we got Captain Marvel. I mean, these are quick trailers. Captain yeah. Marvel. I'm still into it. Doesn't change Brie Larson seemed a little bit more interesting in this one. Um I think the CG really? looks fine. Yeah, I think the CG looks fine. 
I'm I'm excited to see Samuel Jackson. There seems to be a lot of continuity errors though. I forgot there were some things that were popping up. I'll, I'll I'll get back to you when the movie actually comes out. But there's some Marvel Cinematic Universe continuity things that are popping up where it's like I don't think they care too much about what makes sense when they reference stuff in the past and then they actually go to make a movie in the past and nothing makes I sense anymore. I couldn't well, care to... less about Oh, Shield. Movie. Shield wasn't around until they didn't have the acronym until Iron Man One. Well, so what I think you got to imagine like. They made Iron Man 1, and they didn't know they were going to make 50 movies. You know what I mean? So then it's like you have to build on a universe to where – and you have to be able to go back and edit some of yeah. those things you've said previously because it makes it better if this is the correct timeline. I don't know. It, that Will that bother you in the movie? No, think? no. I just I think don't, it's weird. I don't care about yeah. the movie. Um, should we move on? I'm kind of in Nick's boat where it's like now that I've seen – I'm those are all the trailers. I probably won't release another one. And – I thought the first trailer was good, and I was pretty excited. And since then, I think they've gotten worse and worse. The more I see Brie Larson, the more I'm like, man, she doesn't look like she has that charisma. Like when you watch Wonder Woman, which uh, I talked about last week, like um, Gal Gadot isn't the greatest actress, but she just has this this charisma to her. She's really exciting like a on presence screen, to which her. is yeah, weird, which that, is weird because I think Brie Larson is double the actress uh, talent wise of yeah, Gal Gadot. I would agree with that, but that that's why movie stars aren't always the best actors. They because they're charismatic. They just have this like Nate mm-hmm. said. They just have something like about a Jason them. Momoa, who's in yeah. my opinion not a good actor, but everyone just loves him for some reason. But Brie Larson has none of that in these trailers. She just looks so dry and like. The well, she's humor an alien, looks dude. terrible. She's an alien. No, she's not. What? She's a human that no, has I, alien I, see, blood. That just goes to show you. I don't care. All right, let's move on. What do we got next? Respect my universe. Okay, Velvet Buzzsaw. <laughs> Velvet Buzz, Buzzsaw, I'm excited for it because I like crazy Jake Gyllenhaal. I like how weird the movie seems, but I wish I didn't watch the full trailer because it gives you a lot of shit in there. That's my opinion on it. Um, Nightcrawler, which was directed by Dan Gilroy, who's also directing this, and it starred Jake Gyllenhaal, who's also starring in this, it was one of my favorite movies in 2014, the year it came out, uh, with Whiplash and whatever else came out, Birdman and stuff. Um, I loved it. Jake Gyllenhaal was outstanding. I thought it was directed phenomenally, and I was really looking forward to see what that guy did next and to see that Jake Gyllenhaal, Rene Rousseau, they're both back. I was very, very uh, looking forward to it, and the trailer looks fine. I think it looks almost too... Like Jake Gyllenhaal is almost like trying too hard to be like quirky. It's and like off the wall. It I looks think like I think he plays that role pretty well. It almost looks like it's uh, self-aware to a to a point with that line where he's like something incredibly strange is going on here. Like it, it just looks bizarre to me. Yeah. Maybe it'll be coming better from than... the boy that likes Mandy, where Nicholas Cage says it's pure evil. Come on, dude, Mandy. Stop the ma- stop the Mandy fight. Mandy is. I can guarantee you that these films will be completely different. Nothing will ever be close to Mandy in terms of its style or whatever. When have I ever made sense on this podcast? Never. That's why I don't like you. Okay. Velvet Buzzsaw. I think it has an interesting premise. The talent involved is incredible. Trailers spoiled way too much, but I'm interested. I think um, I'm not. I'm not someone that as soon as I see Netflix, I check out. I'm always going to be interested until I start hearing buzz and stuff like that. Um, So I'm spoiler alert. Tony Collette dies. It's in the trailer. trailer. It's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler alert. Um. Oh, damn it, dude! What if somebody didn't want to watch the trailer? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's in the trailer, dude. You can't get mad at me. <laughs> Fuck, Tyler. You're like the only one that spoils shit on this podcast. All right, let's move on to what we saw. John yeah, Snow ahead. dies. All right, so I'll start <laughs> off. I only watched what four or five movies. Sean uh, Bean dies. No, stop. <laughs> I watched and what everything. <laughs> so I watched. Yeah, five, you don't know I, what I'm talking. I watched five movies this week. 
Uh, I'll start it off. I watched The U. It's a 30 for 30 on the 1980s into the 90s. Uh, Nick, this is not a sports podcast. I'll it's a documentary. I watched uh, The U, which is a documentary about the building of the Miami University football team from the 80s into the 90s. They're kind of like the bad boys of college football, but they're incredibly talented and great football players. Really fun documentary. Um, I have to say that it, the age definitely shows on it. It came out in 2009, and it literally seems like, uh, the what is it, uh, John Woo, uh, Mission Impossible 2. Like That's the kind of editing it has. Like Are where it's like doves flying around? I don't like, get it's them. like picture like an action movie editing that's what it's like the interview lighting setups and stuff it's kind of bizarre to watch because it's only almost 10 years old documentaries i feel like do they have like show a... football clips with shaky cam and poor no editing no no what i'm I just saying what, what i'm saying is like it's definitely a 2000s okay. like bad animation yeah like uh anyway but great documentary great story i need to watch the u part two that came out 2015 about the 2000s miami team then I watched Stand By Me. Oh, is this your first watch? First watch on it. You'll never have better friends than when you were 11 years old. Yeah. One of the best lines of all time. I thought it was 12. Not a good look I for I think Tyler. it's 11, dude. Okay, whatever. Stand By Me. It is like it is the coming of age <laughs> movie. It's a, it's a movie about friendship. It's a movie about finding yourself. And it's a movie about escaping societal's perception of you. It's, is River Phoenix in it? River Phoenix. Shouts out one time, dad. Shout out. Rest in peace. Um, Good actor. But it was an amazing movie. It's not long at all, so it just flies by. Great characters, great acting, um, and just great dynamics. All five star the banger. Board. I gave it a five star banger. There's nothing wrong in my eyes with that film. <laughs> all right, and then I watched The Graduate. Uh, as it it's, everyone knows, what The Graduate is directed by Mike Nichols, starring Dustin Hoffman and Catherine Ross, and then what's the other one? Um, Simon and Garfunkel. And and Bancroft, I have it up here. Okay, yeah, I really had a good time with this. I like this way more than I thought I would. It's just kind of a weird, quirky movie. Uh, really weird kind of screenplay. Great editing in the movie. Good cinematography. What are you talking about? Space the Graduate. graduate. Yeah. And I really had a great time with this. I have to say that I love Simon and Garfunkel, and they commissioned three uh, songs for this movie. And it's literally... They're all bangers. <laughs> They're it's, all good. They may be three of the greatest songs in history, <laughs> I have to say. Um, the Graduate, I watched that last year, too. It's a great movie. Man. And nothing added... I have. I don't remember in recent memory music adding more to a movie than it did for this. Because one of my favorite songs of all time is a song called Scarborough Fair. In one of the most dramatic parts of the movie, it's him driving. And then literally starts playing this. And has my favorite guitar opening riff. Oh, it was just a great have time. Have you seen it, Uh I watched... I watched it a while ago in the background for an assignment for film history. Would you be willing to like? Oh, yeah, it? of course, of course. I, how about that edit when he's got the goggles and he comes out of the water? Yeah, yeah. How good. It's, there's some great stuff. A great there. editing, just really creative. I think for around that time, I feel like it was definitely it was just different for the time frame it how came about, out. In. How about the final shot too? Yeah, they're sitting. On, there's it was there's a really one shot when movie. I don't want or Nate saw it uh, when he's screaming Elaine in the church and it's like. Great shots, and for some reason, I don't want to be this guy to always compare, but like definitely some of the style and the uh, screenplay writing kind of remind me of like a Wes Anderson because I mean I've seen all of his movies, so it definitely reminds. Could me you of, see? Could you see? Maybe that's where he um, got inspiration, inspiration from? from. Yes, absolutely. Um, especially the on-screen relationships and the mm -hmm. lines and kind of like bizarre talking back and forth, kind of remind me of something along those lines. Just like definitely quirky, and 
I had a great time watching it. I feel like sometimes I'll I'll try and watch an old movie that I've heard a lot about and they don't hold up or I don't get why they're so beloved and and held to the regard but that they sometimes are. Sometimes you just get bangers. Yeah, sometimes you're like, damn, I get it. Because The Graduate to me is like a timeless movie. It will always be good. People will always be able to resonate with it, it and it's outstanding. And even going back way further, just because you reminded me. Something like a Metropolis reminds me of that too. Even though it's a silent movie, that movie is way before it's ready. Meh. What about Bicycle Thieves? Bicycle Ooh, Thieves, good amazing. Call. But yeah, so only problem I had with The Graduate though, um, since we've all seen, I can kind of talk about it. Mrs. Robinson, who it starts off with, his love interest. Let me just say something. Yeah, she and she just kind of exits. And I get it why she does, but like I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, there was a lot more to the movie than I thought it was yes, going to be. Yeah. And you're right, she wasn't in it as much as I had. She just presumed. was gone. She was literally just gone. But and let me, the let me say something minutes. though. Yeah, uh, very good looking women. Dustin Hoffman gives a great performance. Uh, and yeah, I had a really good time with it. And uh, me and my girlfriend watched both Stand by Me and The Graduate, and we both uh, we flipped a coin. We had a we had a bracket system. We flipped a coin. I think that's a really good way to watch movies because then you don't really have any say in what you're gonna watch. Are you ready? So this is the line. I was wrong. Here's the line from Stand, Stand by, by me. me. Although I haven't seen him in more than ten years, I know I'll miss him forever. I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was twelve. Jesus, does anybody? That's the great. Line. What a great line. Yeah. Okay. I thought I was eleven. Then me and Nate, me and <laughs> off Nate, the pod, dude. So that's <laughs> me and Nate watched <laughs> Spider Man, and I think that's a timeless superhero. Sam movie. Raimi's first one, yes. And I have to say, lots of me material, but that just makes me love it even more. I, but it's with not this, bad. With, wait, it's with not, this, no, it's not. But it's like almost like uh, I don't want to say it's not even close to as bad as like Star Wars prequel jokes. But like it's in that category where it just like adds to it for me. Like I'm I'm a bit of a scientist myself. I'm something. Of or a scientist back to myself. back to formula. We back have to, to formula. Or <laughs> 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 no? Wait, Nate was saying one. Uh, sleep. <laughs> sleep. And he just that's it. He beats Spider. We'll meet again, Spider Man. <laughs> it's great. It, it's great. And I have to say, the CGI. I was expecting way worse. I really was. It was. It was obviously nowhere near as good as we have today, as time would tell you. But it's a great movie. I had a good time watching it. Mary it, Jane. <laughs> that was the first time I think I rewatched it since maybe mid two thousands. Uh oh. <laughs> it goes like, oh, <laughs> that's the only problem with the movie. <laughs> that line right there because it makes zero sense. How does it make no Here's, sense? It's the the things coming at him at six hundred miles an hour, and you can tell it was a separate clip. Like Have they literally seen, cut back. But what I love about the movie is if you watch Evil Dead, yeah, you can it's see so all Sam of Raimi. Sam Raimi's stuff in Spider Man. Like That's the why one where it's he so... blocks all the things, and then it does like the snap zoom yeah, on him as he like love gets it, cut. Dude. Here's the thing: in Spider-Man Upon this, even better. Anyway. Uh, Spider Man Two is a masterpiece. Upon watching this one. There's some rough edges, man. I was watching more closely on this one. There's some rough edges, really? but I still love it. I it, think it's great. Like some of the dialogue is really bad and really weird, but it adds to it in a way, but it also doesn't make it the masterpiece that Spider-Man 2 is. We got three minutes. <laughs> three minutes of playtime. Um, right. Bone saw is ready. One of my favorite ones, Bruce Campbell, and he goes like, what's your name, kid? And he goes like, the, the human, human spider. spider. The human spider? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> and then I like when the curtain falls and he like turns back and he's still standing in the, the exact same position. He's like, he said my name wrong. <laughs> I like Bruce Campbell in the second one when he when he makes him dress up better. Yeah. He's fixing all the stuff. And then he's like, oh, can I go in? And he's like, no. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay. Do you guys have anything else to add for Spider-Man? No. It's okay. a good movie. And Watch it again. Late last night, I was playing uh, some Fortnite, dying a bunch. So I was like, got into a very angry mood. So I was like, I'll just throw out another movie. Went on Netflix. 
was scrolling and I saw Mississippi Grind on there, and I was in the mood for kind of like a gambling poker movie type thing. Um, and I watched it. Ryan Reynolds and Ben. Just uh, decent. Mendelssohn. Yeah, it was it was just a decent movie for me. To be honest, that was one I added to my Netflix list. Would you recommend watching it? Yes, I think it's worth the watch. Great acting for like a duo on screen. Great dynamic. But I guess for what I was in the mood for, it didn't really line up. I was hoping like, because you know how gambling movies sometimes just take like a straight yeah. on action movie. Is I was that kinda, this one? No, I was kind of looking for that. And just watch an action movie. Well, hold on, dude. Let me finish. Um, it just kind of. I'm gonna be straight up. And some parts for me, it was just kind of boring. Really. And. The way they perpetuate the conflict of the movie, like they have gambling issues, you know. What right, I mean? obviously, it's just kind of weird how they introduce it. Okay. Um, but at, when it was all said and done, I had a smile on my face because the way it ends. There's yeah. a quote. There's a quote, and I'll just say it because it's literally. It's, Wait, don't spoil it though. It's not a spoiler. Okay. It just says they say we can't lose, and that's a good line. And the way it ends, it doesn't spoil anything about the movie, but um, a good ending. Good okay. conclusion. I'd say really good uh, ends to the character arcs in the movie. But that being said, I'd say pretty average in a whole. If you want to watch a really good gambling movie, I would recommend Rounders saw with it. Ed Norton saw and Matt it. Damon. You've seen that? Amazing. It's well, a great movie. I don't. Yeah, it is. I'd say it's amazing because I loved it. it yeah. Um, I watched it on our way to Florida. I watched like 10 movies on our way to Florida, and I watched that when it was on Netflix. Just, I mean, you have two great actors. Yeah. And then John, or, or I almost said John Malkovich. What's his name? Um I don't remember who else is in it. The Russian guy. Uh, John Malkovich. John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> you got it right. Uh, the other best gambling movie, Casino Royale. I mean, it's oh, better. Casino Royale is yeah, phenomenal. A, I want to watch it. There, that's I need your to. action gambling movie. Right? I need the, to watch. My favorite action movie. I need movie. to watch. What really? Is it? Mm-hmm. Even more than Fallout? Even more than Fallout. Really? Yep. I need to watch 21, which is the Blackjack when they count cards, right? Mm-hmm. I need to watch it's that okay. one. It's okay. I've it? seen it. It gets a little ridiculous. But the thing Kevin is, Spacey's in it. You know? The thing is, if I like <laughs> if I like a certain topic, I'll watch okay movies. For example, Are, I like cooking movies. Yeah. No, so I'll I watch it. okay cooking movies. So, so have you watched? I knew you were looking for cooking movies. Have you rewatched Ratatouille yet? The best cooking movie. No, I will. Chef, Chef wa- is my favorite. I have to admit. Movie. I've watched Ratatouille again. I've seen that movie a bunch. I really have. Ratatouille? Yes. Do you want to hear something about Ratatouille? I don't think I've ever seen Ratatouille and watched the whole thing. I've seen clips of it a hundred times. Just my sisters watched it. I've seen, you know, probably most of the movie. I have never sat down and watched it. Watch Brad Bird. Uh, no, I always every time I go and buy a movie, I look for it. And I Pixar movies are never on. Can we talk about Disney real quick, please? They're never on sale because they're only twenty five dollars on Blu Ray. I've never seen one on. T- I've never even seen one for twenty. It's ridiculous. Because it's, it's timeless. They know it too. So, same thing with Nintendo. Do you know buy Nintendo Lion? movies are always sixty dollars. I mean, games are always sixty. dollars Do you know buy Lion King on a Blu-ray? That'll be thirty dollars, please. It came out in nineteen ninety-five. Uh, I can go four. buy. I can go buy a brand new movie for a nickel, and you're gonna make me spend thirty dollars on a movie I've seen a hundred and fifty times. Come on, grow up. But look at you've seen it. You've seen it a hundred and. You've seen it 150 times, so you the, can is keep Is that it. the Colts-Chiefs game? Yeah. That Sorry, guys. Nasty. I was showing uh, um, Tyler outside Kansas City is that, right those now. Those are all your movies? Yep. That's all the movies. I saw five for uh, seven, five within seven days. I don't think that's too bad. Huh? Do you go or you Yeah, I, I barely watched any, okay, but I got I'm, a couple I'm down to talk about some. Um, Nick already mentioned one. I watched uh, Spider-Man with him again. I just love Spider-Man. What are your so. score? Give, give your score. I give it four and, a, four and a half. Oh, for, Spider-Man. All, for all the movies. Spider-Man gave four and a half. Like Four and a half? Really? Yeah, it's. I think Spider Man. Yeah, the first I? one, or no? But then I give it four. I thought I gave it four, four star. I give it four, four star. star. 
Um, and then I, I bumped mine down to four. Yeah, mine, mine's sitting at four, too. I, I gave believe. the U five because I didn't like the style of the documentary, like the visual style. And, I mean, a lot of people don't care about that shit, but that's my opinion. I gave Stand By Me five star, the graduate graduate four and a half star because the Mrs. Robinson, how she, like, drops off. And she's, mm-hmm. like, this really enticing kind of character throughout the whole first half of the movie. Um, Spider-Man four star, Mississippi Grind three star, right down the middle of the road. I think that uh, still everyone positive, still though. watch it. Yes. I'd um, say six, 65 out of 100, maybe I'll, even approach, approaching 70. I want to say one thing about uh, the Spider-Man trilogy. Mm-hmm. I don't think three is that far off of Spider-Man one. I think one and three are, are, are pretty close, and two is perfect. Okay. Yep. Two is amazing. I, uh, I need to rewatch. I'm going re- to watch the other two coming up here. So um, I have two movies that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, I watched dirt in your eye. I watched Nausicaa yep. of the Valley of the Wind. Um, very interesting. It was like his first movie with Studio Ghibli, and it's unlike any of the – it's like hardcore sci-fi, very serious, almost – there's some comedy in it, but not a lot of comedy, very serious. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Talks a lot about pollution. I watched two movies based on pollution this whole thing. I don't know why, but it just happened. Um but yeah, I'm I'm almost caught up on all the Miyazaki movies. I just got a few more. I got. Did you see Spirited Away yet? Yep, I watched okay. Spirited Away. Um, I just have Porco Rosso and Lupin the Third Castle of whatever it's Lupin called. Lupin the Third is a Miyazaki movie. He made the movie. It's like a show, that's but an he anime, made the movie. Isn't yeah. It? Uh, what's your favorite still? What's number Castle one? Castle in the Sky, Castle man. In the sky yeah, it goes. Totoro's at, like all of these movies are great, but Totoro. How's Moving Castle? Uh, How's Moving Castle's top tier? That's five star banger. We own that. I need to watch it. Where's Princess Mononoke finished? Princess Mononoke is under uh, How's Moving Castle, right under How's Moving Castle. And then, right, probably tied with Princess Mononoke, The Wind Rises. Loved it a whole lot. And then you get pretty much everything up. Spirited Spirited Away is underneath Wind Rises for me. I like it a lot. I can understand why people do, but I still like the more human story of The Wind Rises and the epic nature of Princess Mononoke. Uh, Totoro. Probably my least favorite one. I still liked it, but it's very much a kid's movie. Most childish, like Ponyo. Yeah, yeah. Ponyo, I like that a little bit more because the characters are more, like, okay. enticing. Still, and then all Nausicaa of them are worth is, like, watching, would you say? Nausicaa's, right? yeah, all of these are worth watching. All of them are beautiful. I mean, Nausicaa came out in 84 or whatever, and yeah. it's still gorgeous. And where's that Grave of the Fireflies rank? <laughs> uh, that's not even on the list. <laughs> I never want to watch that movie again. Um, but speaking of animated movies and masterpieces... We gotta touch. We gotta touch on Wally for a little bit. Wally. I watched Wally again. I, I haven't. It. I haven't watched it. Eva. So I watched. I watched Wally as a child. We watched it at Grandpa Bob's. Bob's. We watched it at Good Is this Old. Is your sh- first time rewatching it since? No, kind of. In a long time. Um, yeah. Long I have time. to say one thing. Shout out Grandpa Bob. Shout out one time Grandpa Bob. But Grandpa we watched Bobby. it. At, we watched it at his house, and as, I was younger, so I was watching it as a Pixar movie, as you do when I'm just like enticed by the yeah. animated stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, it was good. And then I watched it again, like years later here, when I was just working in the lab on the computers, and I was like, I'll just put on Wally. I've seen it, but and then I started finding myself getting enticed by like certain things of it. I was like, this is a lot more profound than I remember it being. And then I watched it again. That thing's a masterpiece. It's it's in my top ten now of all time. Of all of time. Of all time. I really? I had to do a paint. I had to because I was all I could do oh. is keep thinking about this movie. He, he took out something pretty wild. I took out something pretty wild, What'd but it was sitting out? it was sitting at number nine. So I swapped it out because I can't. What was sitting at nine? The movie you took out. Yeah. Incredibles. The Lion King. I had to take out the Lion King and put How it in Wally. How many animated movies in your top ten? Three, or four. I have Iron Giant. Perfect. Incredibles. Okay. And Wally. I think that's it. 
I think I think Wally is an outstanding movie. I agree with you. It's there's so many 2001 references in that movie. Um, it's a silent movie for the first 45 minutes, but the amount of personality that they give Wally and is. Eve. And Eve are is insane compared to live action movies where you have dialogue and they a testament they, they hey, struggle that's, building it's, personality. It's a silent movie for children that has a better relationships between the two main characters than most. Romance and they can't have. talk. They can't talk uh, to each that, other. That's literally why there's a documentary on the sound design of the movie. Yeah, because it that's got to be probably top ten best sound design movies ever. Correct. But, yeah. but think of, think about like rewatching the movie too. Like. The visuals are incredible when he's on the rocket ship and he's going through Saturn and he puts his little hand up and he like touches the rings of Saturn. Beautiful. I the like whole he's in space with the fire. Yeah, and then he <laughs> that scene is beautiful when him and Eve are dancing around and then he flies by the captain's window and then the captain's like going through like learning about Earth and then he says as they're in the background in the window he goes like computer define dancing and then they keep going. It's so beautiful. And then also the fact that they set up this whole personality of Wally in the beginning of the movie where you see him collecting all these things. You see his how like perfect he is with certain things even though he's a trash robot. And one of the emotional climax of the movie depends on that because it just takes away his personality. And it makes you sad because you realize that the Wally's fantastic. I'm, I'm going to watch it again this week. I have to. talking about it, and I'm smiling thinking about how good Wally is. Wally, honestly, like... Hot take coming in. That's why I need to watch it again. As much as I love The Incredibles, Wally may be Pixar's best movie. I, like I think it's a testament to what they can do as animators to make a movie with almost no dialogue and just. I I would agree because of because of how ambitious it is and how how much it speaks to issues that are in yeah. our world today. But it's not like I'm never gonna like it more than Toy, Toy Story, Story two or three or Monsters Inc. Just because. Because it's, it's it's a great movie. It's a perfect five out of five. But like that emo, even Finding Nemo, like I've seen those so many times. And it just has those movies have more emotion to me that I that I enjoy. I'm rewatching all the Pixar movies before Toy Story four, so I have to revisit Finding Nemo. Hot take though, Finding Nemo, it's good. I don't think it's anything super special. That's probably I, the movie we watch the most in I our know. lives. I, I remember like my earliest memory of seeing a movie other than Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King when I was six is Finding Nemo, which I think came out. In the same year, or Finding Nemo was a year before. This is going to make some people feel old, because I know we're a bunch of young people talking about movies. First movie I saw in the theater, um, Toy Story 2. Do you remember it? I remember it. I See, I don't know if I saw something before Finding Nemo, but I remember yeah. seeing it, and that's definitely- I remember seeing right Finding Nemo ready in theaters 2, just bawling my eyes out hey, as ready a child for this? when it, the mom dies. I'm this? like, what's hey, happening? Hey, ready I, for I, this? Hold on. I remember seeing Return of the King was the first Lord of the Rings movie. I saw my dad took me to see it for three and a half hours. I sat there in awe. I thought I was watching hu- human history. Yeah. I remember seeing heads getting flown out, flown yeah. over while landing. My dad's like, he's looking at me. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I have to go ahead and say this. The first movie I remember seeing in theaters- Shark Tale. Shark Tale. <laughs> show plays 16. And she's a gold digger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was mine. Also, I remember seeing so Lilo, on the same Lilo and Stitch in theater. Hello? Well, you've got the whale of a wash where the price is, oh my gosh. <laughs> that movie Honestly, sucks. no, let's be honest. It's on it's the same bad. It's on the same level as the two you guys saw first. <laughs> it's all right. I've seen, I grew up with Shark Tale, dude. I had a DVD watch we it. We watched all the time. It all the time I thought it was fine. I still think it's all right. Better fish movie, Finding Nemo or Shark Tale. <laughs> all, all right, right, that's all I have to say. Wally's a masterpiece. Watching it again this week to find the most the permanent oh, spot in my animated movie, let me, just, let me just throw it in for the podcast listeners if they're still listening after four hour podcast. Uh, we still, we're going to start watching all of us together uh, Game of Thrones. We start our rewatch this week. Sure. So, Yep. We'll just let them know. 
Oh, right. real quick, real quick. I just want to throw in things that I forgot about last week uh, concerning TV shows. Finished Parks and Rec for the first time. Beautiful finale. Fantastic Still show. Still never seen the last season. Finished, finished Cowboy Bebop. Anime. Amazing. Everyone should watch Cowboy Bebop. Still got to watch the movie. There is a movie, but it takes place like halfway through the anime. Amazing. Just ahead of its time. Okay. Go ahead. My turn. Talk about movies. All right. Uh, first, I watched The Overnight. Have either of you guys heard of it? No. Never heard of it. It's on Netflix. Have you heard of Creep or yes. Creep 2? Yes. So uh, a couple years ago, I watched Creep, and then immediately after, recommended The Overnight came up. And I just clicked. I was like, sure, I'll watch this. I had no idea that it was directed by the same guy. They're very different. Creep's like a horror comedy, and The Overnight is a comedy drama but it's really off the wall really kind of bizarre jason schwartzman from wes anderson fame rushmore um whatever else he's been in taylor schilling mr fox taylor schilling from orange is the new black and adam scott parks and rec a lot of stuff yeah i thought you hate him cast and the there's another actress who i no i like adam scott and a lot of stuff i just don't think he's funny in parks and rec just a personal opinion i really like him in the overnight but anyway so it's this really bizarre comedy about two couples couple moves into LA and they're trying to find other people to hang out with their kids meet at a park and these two couples come together like let's have a play date you guys can come over for pizza I think I have heard and of they this end movie. up hanging out for the whole night and it is weird man it is so weird but it's really funny it's really wait do people die and shit no no no, no. Oh, nothing like not... that it's not scary or anything weird stuff it's just like the things they do with each other for the first night of people meeting and hanging out you're just like ew and you know you know watching Scott's Tots that feeling you get when you're yeah. watching The Office and you're like oh no man most of the movie you're just kind of like really? oh, yeah but it's really funny what I, I was trying it. to ask earlier do you like uh, Adam Scott and Step Brothers yes <laughs> do you like Adam Scott hey Derek <laughs> you know what helps back pain if you lick my butthole <laughs> Um, I, he's I, good in Big Little Lies. It looks like you really want to punch me in the face right now. <laughs> um, oh, no, The movie. Overnight's really good. It's probably my favorite Adam Scott movie that I've seen for sure, and I would recommend it to most people. Full on nudity, uh, full on some. You get some slinging around going on. Just letting you Adam guys know. Scott. Yeah, but it's not real. Jason okay. Schwartzman too, and the way they do it, it's so ridiculous. It's hilarious. You got it's, okay. It's I'll worth watch. It. I'll give it a look. I'll add it to the queue. Um, I, and then I watched rewatched Bad Times at the El Royale, my fourth favorite movie of the year, I of 2018. Uh, arguably, I could put it higher. It's all arbitrary, but I love it. I think it's written so well. The way they structure each character's arc, they all go in ways that you don't expect from the beginning. Like as soon as you start, you go, "This is the good guy." Something happens to him. You're like, "Okay, I'm following these people." And then they they do these things, these choices. You have no idea what's going on the whole time. Even on rewatch, I'm I'm trying to put all the pieces together and the mannerisms of every character, and you see these people doing these things before their intentions get revealed. Mm -hmm. And it's just so well thought out and well written. I think Jeff Bridges, Cynthia Ervio should both be getting uh, acclaim for their performances because they're outstanding in the movie. Her singing in that movie. They combined my freaking socks (laughs) off, dude. It's one of the, that scene is one of the best of the year. Top five of the year. There's a scene in the movie where Cynthia Ervio is singing and Jeff Bridges is in her room trying to do something. And another character is watching them and none of them really know what uh the other they don't they they're they're separated okay yeah. and it's just so tense and it's so well directed well thought out yeah i love the cinematography there's so many long takes of just static camera shots maybe just pan left pan right mm-hmm. and that's it yeah. but it's amazing so, movie i had so much yeah. fun with it uh to be honest if i'm going uh what is it what do they do at the film festivals audience choice awards 
I would be giving it to that because it has the most, I think this year for me, the most rewatchability in my top yeah. 10. Chris Hemsworth is so good in that movie too. Like I love seeing him take on, it was kind of a quirky role and he nailed it, man. I thought he was the best mm-hmm. cult leader you could, you could have. I, I take I, that back. Accent, it, not a good look. Hey, I take that. I agree. With I take that, that back. I, but though. It's fine. It's one of those things where if he just talked in his normal, normal accent, would anybody care? Because yeah. then you could just say he's an Australian that came to America. Why, why does it matter? You um, know what I mean? I don't get why people have to, but whatever. I take it's that, fine. I, it's passable. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, I take that back though. Into the spider verse is definitely up there in rewatchability. Too. Yeah. Um, Three so times in theaters, maybe going back for a fourth. The overnight, I gave four stars. Uh, Bad times five. I think it's basically perfect. Yeah. I, I watched Girl with the Dragon Tattoo for the first time. David Fincher. Um, How's so Daniel Craig in that movie? That's he's really good. Rudy I really Mara. like him in dramatic roles where he's not an action star. I would recommend watching Layer Cake, in which I thought he was kind of being an action hero, and he's not. It's more just a dramatic role. Um, he's great. Rooney Mara is very very good. Mm-hmm. I think the movie as a whole is a really good movie. It's probably somewhere in the middle of Fincher's filmography for me. because So it's based on this book, and I think the book can probably do a better job of explaining some events throughout the movie because there's two plot lines that go that run throughout the story, and one of them is super engaging. It's a murder mystery thriller, and it is great. Peak filmmaking. But then there's this other story that's kind of going throughout the whole thing, and the movie doesn't end with the murder, murder mystery thriller. It ends with something else. And that storyline is so much less interesting. And the movie carries on for like 20, 25 minutes too long. And it really takes away from some of the other stuff. But it's still very good. I would recommend it. Yeah, Fincher yeah. directs the hell out of it. It's shot really well. Good performances. So I still recommend watching it. It's just not like – it's not as good as I thought it was going to be. I feel um, Then I saw If Beale Street Could Talk, Barry Jenkins' follow-up to Moonlight – uh, man, he knows how to direct the movie, man. It's so beautiful. Going to the, see it tomorrow. The chemistry between the leads is, it's it's so good. How's the I cinematography? It's really great. Stephen James, who plays the lead actor, deserves to be nominated. He is outstanding in that movie. Regina King as the mom is great. The only thing I'll say, there's a couple scenes that I didn't like because of the way it's written. A friend of mine made, the, or Roman made this point that uh, he said the dialogue's very Shakespearean. It almost doesn't feel quite natural. I kind of disagree with that a little bit. It's pretty, for the most part, it's normal. But there's a couple scenes where it feels out of place. Like there's some characters that say something. You're like, that just doesn't feel like something anybody would say in real life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it's still an outstanding movie, a great story. Its narrative structure is a little strange because it's based on a book. Does and- it have an act structure? No, there's there's oh, no act. Oh, five star banger! Any <laughs> but, movie without a act structure is five stars. So the, the the you see this relationship play out in the past, and then there's also a current timeline. So you're seeing these two timelines go at the same time, and when they transition, there will often be like narration by the lead actress, and she'll like narrate about what's going on in the world or their lives. And at first, it was a little off putting, but by the end, because they do it pretty frequently. I thought the prose and everything she was saying was really beautiful. And then the cinema, cinematography really matched like what she was saying and stuff. So I really appreciated it by the end. I Overall, too, it's one of my favorites of the year. I highly recommend it to anybody. How's Brian Tyree Henry in it? Great. He's There's like a lot. In it, you know who right? else is in it? Who? Dave Franco. You know who really? else is in it? Pedro Pascal. You know really? who else is in it? Diego Luna. Really? They're all just really small cameos, and they're all great, and they're little two, three minutes of Brian screen. Tyree I Henry, great end of the year for him. Widows, Into the yeah. Spider-Verse, and Beale Street Could Talk. I, I think too. he is better. In, or his best role is if Beale Street Could Talk, and he only gets like one or two scenes, but they're really powerful, man. Really good stuff. I, too, love cinematography. That's what you said. 
I definitely did not say I know, I'm joking. Everyone, I'm sorry. Uh. All right. So I gave it Beale Street Could Talk four and a half. My only half star, like I said, there's just a couple scenes that I didn't love. Um, but for the most part, it's great. Good ending. Yeah. Um, then the I last movie it. I watched was Gone Baby Gone with uh, Casey Affleck, Michelle Monaghan, Ed Harris, Morgan Freeman. Um, really good movie. Strong directorial debut from Ben Affleck. What I will say is I don't think it has as much style as like the town does. I haven't seen Argo yet. But I remember watching The Town and being, like, blown away by every aspect. And Gone Baby Gone felt like it was a paint-by-numbers directed kind of movie. Like, there was nothing, like, if I didn't know Ben Affleck directed it, it could have been anybody. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, so I thought the performances were good. The script was really good and engaging. And there were some good twists and turns. I didn't fully see how the story was going to play out. And I really enjoyed it. I would recommend watching that. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I need to finish it. I started it, and I forget. I had to go somewhere. So I literally just stopped it, and I haven't gone back. So I'll, I need to rewatch. I like Casey Affleck as an actor. I know there's some controversy around him. I don't know how that's going. But uh, Morgan Freeman gives a great performance. Ed Harris, who's good in every movie I've ever seen him in ever, is awesome in this movie. As, great in Westworld as well. Yeah, is, yeah. Glenn, I'm, Glenn I'm Gary, sure Glenn Ross. He, he plays the same character. Yeah, he plays the same character in everything I've ever seen him in, and it's always amazing. <laughs> so it's like, how can you not like him? He's good um, in Mother, too. Same character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well be the same. <laughs> um, that's everything I watched. Yeah, he does play Adam in a lot of... Gone Baby Gone, I give three and a half stars. Yeah. Totally worth watching. Um, I love I love those mystery thrillers, so I was super into it. Uh, the Town was one of my favorite movies for a while, but mm-hmm. yeah, I like Ben Affleck. I was so disappointed. Remember, Nick? Oh, Live, we by, so night. Live by, by Night. Live By Night. And we didn't even see it because I of still how shit it. people were saying. I, I just didn't want to I just didn't want to fall asleep. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can't. He, he made three really great movies in a row, or at least one good but then one. Then how could you Town let... Great. Argo won Best Yeah, Picture. that's fine for him, but how could you let me down like that, Ben Affleck, on this one? <laughs> I was so... Like, I, my my excitement was probably equal to First Man. He was probably in Live rehab when he was yeah. directing it. To be honest, yes. yeah. He was running into problems, so hopefully he's back in... You know what? Get out as Batman. Let's get a new get, one. Yeah, you know what? Get out of DC, dude. We need a fresh Ben Affleck. Get out of Dodge. All right. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I got to pee really bad. Uh, happy 20th episode to us. So we'll, uh, we're one-fifth of the way there to 100. Let's get it, boys. Ha-ha. Bye. Nick Talon, my name. Go ahead. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Talon Brothers Podcast. We'll be back next week talking about the similar stuff. Um, other than that, yeah, check up on our, all our pages, Facebook, Twitter. We're going to be posting on YouTube. Um, and, yeah, just thanks for the support, guys. It really means a lot to us.